The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Bowen's Body Shop, and Sir Pizza. And John Ding is back with you here on the Prentice Heating Air Coaches Corner, and we appreciate Matt Rigsby coming in, the head coach of the Seagull Stars. And, Coach, have you had a little time to rest up yet? Well, no, not really. <laughs> but uh, you know how some people go to the golf course to get their mind off work. Uh, I go to the baseball diamond, so I'm sitting here watching uh, my son, my middle son play a doubleheader this morning. There you go. Nothing all, like good sunshine. Goes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I want to talk about uh, your season as a whole, and uh, and of course it, it ended not the way you wanted it to, uh, but we'll talk about that as well. But coming into the season, I think there were a lot of question marks about the Seagull Stars. You know, uh, you know they really they lost a lot of people, and you know uh, a really good ball club. I mean, just and you were part of that. Uh, coming in though to the season. How did you feel? What did you What did you think about what you had coming in? And I, I think you've always felt pretty good about them. I did. I mean, I, obviously, I, I love uh, the roster that we had coming back. Just the kids in general, the buy-in that they have, uh, the willingness to uh, you know get better throughout that summer. And it was a rough summer. Now um, uh, we mentioned the term one in sixteen very often because that that was our uh, record over summer camps. <laughs> And uh, and then obviously you know we had a couple guys move in. Don't get me wrong. After that fact, uh, but through our summer roster, we we showed some growth. Now um, it was smoke and mirrors at times that we said too because I mean I got the job a little later in the game. You know I wouldn't afforded some spring practice at least five days to get whatever I wanted to to implement in and to give us some type. Of structure going into summer camp games so we just kind of we did we weren't afforded that time so we just kind of went right into summer camp i think uh, our first game it might have been june the 3rd ish i think independence beat us by about 48 <laughs> including a running clock late or uh, in the second half and uh so we hit the ground running after that and you, know, you want to talk about baptism by fire you know, uh, it, it, you were, had a really fun team to watch. I mean, if you've not seen Trevon Bass play, I mean, he is probably one of the great, greatest penetrators uh, uh, that I have that I have seen in a while. And not only that, but a, tr- a great passer. Uh, and I don't think he gets enough credit for that. I think he gets a lot of credit for scoring. But I don't know that uh, you, you get to really see him uh, dish it off to somebody that's wide open in the lane or whatever. I think that that goes a little bit unnoticed sometimes. For sure, John, and I and I'll add to that. Um, he also led our team defensively in mm-hmm. so many categories: charges taken, uh, defensive rebounding, actually, uh, steals, deflections. I mean, just an all-around player. His freshman year at Siegel, you know, I was an assistant and. I made the comment, I stood by it then, that, you know, whether I was an assistant, you know, still at Siegel or elsewhere, but I got a hand in coaching him his freshman year that he was going to be one of the, if not the most gifted scorers that I had coached up until this point. Now it's 10 years as a head coach and throw another six years, I guess, as an assistant on top of that. And uh, for once, I was right, John. I mean, he's 
the gift, most gifted scorer that I have benefited uh, the opportunity to coach. You know, uh, man, he's one of those guys, too, that fans come to pay to see play. I mean, you know, you talk about the guy from Cane Ridge and Miller, but this uh, Trevon Bass is entertaining to watch, and I know you don't look at it from that point of view, but but, but what a what a joy to watch pl- uh, play the game of basketball and to somebody that seems like a kid that just absolutely loves the game. Oh, uh, he does, no doubt. Uh, he, he does love the game, and uh, I love the – the fact that we got to build a relationship uh, this year in such just a one year, you know, snapshot of time, uh, you know, it would be, it would not be beneficial for the whole program and, and, and every player involved in it if you didn't have that relationship, you know, with kind of your floor general and the head coach and the coaching staff. And, uh, but Trey was straight nothing but buy in. Um, uh, team guy uh all he wanted was uh to to make Siegel successful and to make his teammates around him successful too and a kid that can play with one hand uh, when some kids you know or myself for instance couldn't play with two but uh played with injury for a good part of the portion of the season and unfortunately in that last game he just couldn't go after he re-injured it a little bit no and the you know, the one-handed game, as it's been <laughs> termed around Siegel, you know, the Rockville senior night, our goal was, or the plan was, just to start him. And just so he could start senior night, uh, was it February the 11th, I think? I think mm-hmm. you guys were there, correct? Right. And, um, you know, have another senior foul and get him off the floor, but we, at least we could say, you know, we started him. Um, you know, adrenaline is a, is a crazy thing. Our trainers told me, you know, training staff said that, you know, he can't injure it any worse. Mm-hmm. And um, so he went from not even being able to dribble with it and walk through that day to he looked 65, 70%-ish that night. And so we're like, all right, we'll give it a go. You know, I mean, our, our training staff's smarter than I am, so we can't hurt it any worse. You know, obviously we wouldn't put him in any jeopardy injury-wise. But uh, then lo and behold, you know, he has nine assists and nine rebounds that night. Um, played really well. Played, uh, he also went Larry Bird on us and shot a free throw and hit it left-handed. Yeah, so. it's am- it's amazing. It's just amazing to watch and the way he can switch hands too is is really something to watch. Uh, you got on a good run and you beat Oakland uh, in the semis, uh, the district, sixty-six to fifty-four. Then lost to Blackman in what is a heartbreaking. I mean, it was a very very good ball game and. Uh, you knew Blackman defensively was going to be there, but you you took it to him, and uh, boy, came within two. Yeah, that was tough. I have no lie to tell you on that one, Mister John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a tough loss. Uh, you know, we got the ball with you know it's tie game. We balls in our hands with I think it was fifty six seconds left, and we just kind of had a just a careless turnover there. And then you know you can't give uh, great teams like Blackman, you know great coach teams like Blackman, you know, extra opportunities like that. And, uh, but, you know, the win over Oakland, that was a little, you know, feather in our cap to get to a district title game. But after you get a win like that, you know, you, you get greedy, you know, you, you don't rest on that. You want, you want more. So then you turn around and you just get the heartbreak of, uh, not winning that district title game. It was great to get there, but, um, again, you get greedy and, uh, that's, 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 tournament that's postseason basketball you you can be up 
one minute and you will be down the next. We're talking to Matt Rigsby, the head coach at the Seagull Stars. You go into region play and uh, a game that uh, you lost to Laverne really just had difficulty scoring in the second half. Otherwise, I mean, you held them to 38 points. Uh, but uh, Bass not being able to go, I know that was a tough blow, and, and it just seemed like we couldn't get any shots to fall at all. No, it, uh, inept offensively to say the least. Uh, but I will say this, in that game, um, you got a snapshot of uh, of Siegel to come coming next year. You know, Thomas Santel, you know, Peter Thomas, Braden Shockey, those guys come out there and just absolutely battled. They made a run, actually, with, with them. They made a run in that game. Yes, we did. I think we, you know, cut it to two or three there in the mm-hmm. third quarter, didn't we, John? Yeah, and, yeah. And, I mean, that's that's just a gritty group of guys. Um, obviously, they defend well. You don't hold a Laverne bunch to 38 uh, without being solid defensively. So, we know that's going to be a staple for us in the future. Uh, obviously, you know, off season. You know, and, and in, entering spring practice in summer and workouts in the fall and whatnot, um, offensively, has you know, we've got to get better there because at the end of the day, we held a great Laverne team to 38. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we only, we only mustered 27, too. So there's, there's, there's something to be learned there. Yeah, and, and turnovers always hurt in games like that, too. And you had a couple there. But uh, let's, let's add as we close out here, let's, let's talk about that future a little bit. Get in the got to get in the weight room. You got some young guys. You got to get in the weight room a little bit. I'm sure that take place, and then uh, uh, whatever they do in the summer to to improve themselves. That's that's kind of important too. Coming back, it is. And we, uh, I mean, we kind of smoke and mirrored this thing all year. I mean, we've got, um, you know, we 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 were youthful. Now, you know, talk about the Trayvon Basses and Isaiah Haynes. Is yes, they logged a lot of minutes and they were seniors. So I don't want to say that we were young per se, but, you know, we're running Carter Webb, a freshman out there, Mac Moss, a sophomore, um, Roth Clark, who didn't play last year and, and, and had to battle injury this year as a sophomore, uh, is definitely in our plans. Braylon Wilson, who, due to injury, couldn't play last year, his freshman year, who's a sophomore currently. Um, and, and on and on, I mean, we we'll, we were running guys out there, and, and, and sometimes we figured out in what situations the help make them successful and sometimes we figured out that that's not their situation uh for them to be successful but as we go forward um we're going to be better for it um i'm excited about year two for siegel Uh, i'm always excited about our guys that we have i love them to death obviously and um well we're looking forward to what the future is going to hold for siegel well, I know uh, you're looking forward to that and, and really a chance to kind of catch your breath a little bit and actually, you know, have a normal off season and, and in preparation for summer camps and those kind of things that are coming up. I know that's, that in itself is probably going to be a big help. Yes, sir, it is. I mean, you just, again, I mean, make no excuses. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful I got the job no matter what the timeline was. But what, when it happened, you know, last spring – you know, late, late May or whenever it was, you know, there was no preparation, no time for planning for that, and no time to really just understand your kids and understand your roster. And, and yeah, I mean, some could say, well, Coach Rigsby, you were there. You were an assistant, correct. But if if we want to go down the list and see the roster turnover that we had, it was new coaching staff, new head coach, and new roster. Uh, 
and, and so that made it tough on me, and it's not about me. It made it tough on the kids, too, so to mm-hmm. all gel and, and come together. Well, and I, I'm thankful that they did, though. I am I'm very, forever thankful. Uh, well, you did. You and, your, you and your coaching staff did a tremendous job and uh, uh, just a, a great season, and I, I really think uh, a lot of people enjoyed watching the Seagull Stars play. It was, it was phenomenal. And um, I'm going to let you get back to the baseball game, okay? All right, hey, kind of you to say, Mr. John, and I thank y'all for what y'all do. I will look, before I get off here. Let me say uh, good luck to all our Rutherford County uh, teams still playing on the boys and girls side. Uh, shout out and good luck to uh, my head coach in high school. He's gonna kill me for saying this because he's not that old. Uh, coach Alan Bush with Central Magnet Girls. <laughs> I love they it. Continue, <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm proud of what they're doing over there. Obviously, proud of what he's doing, and uh, good luck to those. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm about as happy for Allen as, as you can be. I tell you, that's uh, that's he's had a tremendous season. It's not over yet. All right, that uh, thank you, Coach. I appreciate it, and uh, good luck in that baseball game too. Yes, sir, Mr. John. Thank you, sir. All right, that's Matt Rigsby, the head coach of the Seagull Stars. Appreciate him coming on here on the Prentice House of Heating and Air uh, Coach's Corner. Coming up, we've got Charlotte P of the Oakland softball team as we continue here. <laughs> 